0: So this morning, I would like to contemplate with you dry sticks that bloom. Just to recap from last night, this is Parashat Korach. When a Levite named Korach and a band of people who have gathered around him confront Moshe and Aharon and say to them, the entire community is holy and God is with them, and why do you raise yourself up above? above God's people. In other words, you have usurped your authority, Moshe and Aharon. All the people should be authorities on God, not just you. So Moshe, in order to claim his legitimacy, proposes a test. Aharon, the high priest, will make an incense offering, and the band of Korach will make an incense offering, and we will see who God wants as a priest. And of course, since this is the Torah and not the book of Korah, God chooses Aharon's offering and burns Korah's priests with fire. And not only that, but the rest of Korah's company is sucked underground. The earth literally swallows them. And after that, there are no more people who want to take Aharon's place. And in order to be certain that no one else will challenge the line of Aharon as the only legitimate Hebrew priesthood, God performs a miracle. All the chieftains of the people who have staffs as the sign of their office are summoned to the sacred shrine, the Mishkan, where the Shekhinah dwells. And Aharon brings his staff, since he is the chieftain of the tribe of Levi. And they all come in the morning to see what has happened, and the staff of Aharon has bloomed and sprouted almonds. And as our reading begins, God asks that this blossoming staff, which is a kind of mini tree of life, be kept in the shrine always as a lesson to rebels. So I would like to go in two directions with this story. I recently heard a wonderful lecture by a scholar called Mark Luchter who talks about rival priesthoods in ancient Israel. So lest you think that this story... It doesn't reflect our history. There were lots of different groups who claimed priesthood in ancient Israel. There was an Aaronite priesthood. There was a Levitical, a Levite priesthood. There was even a Mushite priesthood, uh, scholars theorized, who derived from Moshe. There may have been a priestesshood of Miriam. All the characters in this story, one theory is that they represent groups of people. And different groups of people, different priesthoods, had, had control over the sacred shrine at different times. And now we, we know from the book of Korach, the, from the book of, hmm, we know from the book of Psalms, that Korach is a particular line of priests, right? because there are certain Psalms that are titled by the sons of Korach. So if you want to take a political approach, the book of Numbers is telling so many stories about the legitimacy of Moshe and the legitimacy of Aharon and their proper places in order to establish that Moshe is the true legal authority and Aharon is the true high priest right? and all of these other groups right, are not, uh, right, do not have the same level of authority so that's our Marxist reading. What that reading allows us to do is to reflect on how we do select our spiritual and secular authorities and what God's role is in choosing someone for leadership. Right? As someone who's been part of discussion on teaching on how Jewish leadership should evolve, right, this is an important question for me and I'm sure for many of us. And as we know from our own community, we have a lot of different priesthoods. Right? We, have, uh, we have a rabbi, we have sacred musicians, we have Shomrim. Right? And all of these Roles are important, and all of them need to be honored. And they, you know, it's good when they function together, right, and not in rivalry. So the discernment of the structure of leadership, right, is an important thing to think about during this parsha. But I want to go also a little bit more toward the soul with this, because of this amazing image of the of the blossoming staff, right, of the dead tree that blossoms. So the Me'ah Shiloh. which is the commentary of the Ishpitzer Rebbe, which you've often heard Rabbi uh, Rabbi Ingber quote, says about this parsha the most amazing thing, the most radical thing. I would never be able to get up here and say this if the mehashiloch had not said it first. He says the following. So God commanded the chieftains to take their staffs. Why? For in the future, God will show each one that he will arrive to his place, she will arrive to her true portion of eternal life. And one will not desire the portion of another. For when it is not clear to someone what their portion is, then they long for the portion of others. Right? When we are not able to discern right, what, is the, right, what is the gift and what is the work and what is the uniqueness of our soul, right, then we want the portion of that one and then we want the portion of that one. Right? This is how he wants to read Korach, right? that he, he hasn't discerned his own portion. And this is the meaning of the staffs, that everyone has a good place, and no one needs to be jealous of Aharon's portion. And then he says this. Even though it only says that Aharon's staff blossomed, really it was that all of the staffs blossomed. And Aharon's staff was special in that it went on to give fruit at that time. For, he says, the portion of Aharon is the completion of actions in this world. But there are others whose portion is even more precious, but the completion of their portion takes time. In other words, our own staff had almonds for that moment. Another staff might have fruit later, maybe even more precious fruit. So there is this radical and even almost democratic thing that the Meir Shiloch is saying, which is that if we only knew the depth of our portion in this world, we wouldn't need to want anyone else's because all of the staffs are blossoming, and they're all going to bear fruit in the right time. The Meishulach is, in a sense, radically adding to the message of the Parashah, which is that Moshe and Aaron are legitimately chosen by God, to say that everyone is legitimately chosen by God. And in a sense, the Meishulach is taking Korach's rebellious words, that all the people are holy, and lifting up those words in a different way, and showing us the kernel of truth in those words. The Korach may have spoken those words in conflict, but the Meishulach is inviting us to say those words in a different way, to see that we are all holy in our portion. But the people have a very interesting response to this blossoming staff thing. They are terrified. When they, according to the Torah, when they see the blossoming staff of Aharon, they are convinced that God hates them. And they literally run away screaming, and they say the following very sad statement, will we never finish dying? Is it never going to be over for us? They want God to kill them and get it over with. They are sure that what this blossoming staff means is that God has rejected them completely. So the Meyak Shalok has a message for them also. If they knew the secret message of this parasha, they would actually notice that the other staffs are blossoming. And they would be thinking of the larger staff that blossoms, which is the tree of life. And all of the staffs are branches on that tree. And just as I was studying with Reb Shir this week, in Sefer Habahir, which is a great work of Jewish mysticism, that on that staff, everyone depends. And everyone comes from there. And from that tree, all the souls fly up in joy. So we not only all have a blossoming staff, but we all are part of the blossoming staff. And if you want to close your eyes for one minute, and see the staff before you, and see it blossom, And reach out and take it. And as you come back, keep the memory of what it feels like to take that blossoming staff, which is your portion. So this aliyah, this first aliyah, which is the memory of the Miracle, which is kept in the staff in the shrine. This alias for anyone who needs reminding of the holiness and goodness and rightness of your portion. And for anyone who needs to be reminded that your own staff is flowering. And your own portion is as good as that of the person sitting next to you.